Who were the women that first saw the empty tomb? Why were they bringing spices, and why is this moment so important? The goal of this podcast is to help people know Jesus through the Bible. Today, we talk about the encounter Jesus has with the woman after the resurrection in the book of Luke, chapter 24. Welcome to the Jesus Table Podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. My name is Elliot Reyna. I'm here with Dr. Nick Benditti, as always. And today, we were going to... We're going to be looking at another encounter Jesus had, but this time it's after the cross and after the exactly. resurrection. We're going to be looking at a couple of these. Um, isn't that right, Doc? Why, why don't you tell us about oh, the one yeah. for today? We're, well, the one for today, we're really looking at the first witnesses, the first witnesses uh, of the resurrection. And, uh, you know, there again, we don't want to be controversial, but there are people out there that, uh, you know, sort of relegate the role of women uh, to one side. But I mean, you know, women, especially something, an event as important as the, as the resurrection, the first witnesses obviously were women, you know. So we'll be looking at all of that and the role that they played and uh, just marvel, marvel at uh, God's sovereignty and his wisdom and all the other things in having women uh, being the first witnesses to the resurrection, you know, so uh, we'll we'll be discussing all those things. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is a obviously I think the climax of the whole story and our faith, right? right. Jesus has right. risen, but I think it's good to remember that what they were feeling at the time—they had just seen the one they believed to be the Messiah for a lot of them, or if not, then at least a prophet right. or a teacher they really loved or whatever—be killed. They're all sad, and then um, right. and here we're jumping into this um, now. This switch, right? The the big exactly from like the movie where everything looks like the hero's lost and everything's dark, and then here we go <laughs> to the the climatic and surprise. Ending. Yes, the biggest <laughs> surprise in history. Um, That's wonderful. So I'll read the yeah. first three verses. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter twenty-four, and uh, we'll kind yeah. of read it piece by piece so we can get the full picture here and talk about it. Um, So I'll read the first three verses. Luke chapter 24. I'm reading out of the NASB version. It says this. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And they always, uh, obviously being uh, the women that uh, that we'll mention a little bit later. And so, well, so who are these women? Why is it the first day of the week? Why are they bringing spices? Yeah. Um, Why are they even going to a tomb? (laughs) So there's, I got a lot of questions already to start off. (laughs) Well, I think we all do. You know, this is, as, as many Bible scholars say, uh, and even the Apostle Paul says, First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. if this did not happen, if this event did not happen, then our faith is in vain. You know, uh, we see throughout the Gospels, and of course we have uh, Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah, the coming of the Messiah, and we've looked at that pretty, pretty much in depth, a number of other episodes. But this is really the focal point of, of human history. Uh, in the sense that not only was Jesus 
uh, born, as we know, in the Incarnation, but at the same time, uh, he died. And uh, the, each, each of the Gospels give a little different perspective of Jesus' death in the same, same way. It's, it's, it's really a focus, you know, about the death, but all of them agree Jesus died. Mm-hmm. And all of them agreed that he stayed in the tomb for three days. And all of them, if you, you look at the four Gospels, and plus the Book of Acts, as a matter of fact, I'm going through my devotional now on the Book of Acts, they all agreed that the tomb did not, or Jesus didn't stay in the tomb. He rose according right. to what God had promised. So for us, as uh, followers of Jesus Christ, as believers, uh, it's not only about his death, but it's also about his resurrection. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we have uh, Luke's version, and again, we can check out uh, the other the other Gospels, but we're trying to focus more on Luke 24, his, his perspective regarding the, the resurrection and the importance of the first, that there were actual witnesses. And four mm-hmm. Gospels all agreed that the first witnesses were women. And uh, some, uh, I think two of the four Gospels mentioned, and I think Luke, let me just look quickly, uh, also mentions the name of the women, I believe. Or if not, one of yeah. two of the other Gospels. It says it later in verse 10. Name. It says, now they were okay. Mary Magdalene and Joanna and exactly. Mary, the mother of James. Yeah. So that's what verse 10 says. And the other women with them. So anyway, uh, you know, God chose in his infinite wisdom, uh, as only he can, that these be the first uh, persons that literally saw uh, the Jesus resurrected. Mm-hmm. You know, and later, of course, we'll be looking at, uh, at the end of this podcast, we'll be looking at how, uh, how the men, or let's put it like this, the disciples didn't believe him. You know, here you have women. And I think there were, you know, first of all, can you imagine something as stunning as this happening? Right. Uh, you know, uh, the disciples, except for John, was the only one that was uh, anywhere near the we cross. Know, yeah. You know, the other disciples had, yeah, the other disciples ran away. And, you know, Peter denied Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, we use the phrase scaredy cats, you know. <laughs> they were like little scaredy cats and just ran away from, you know, I mean. And I, I think, you know, sometimes we come down on the disciples and the first century uh, uh, believers, you know, really hard. But, uh, you know, seeing the pressure that's under all, all of this mm-hmm. here. And uh, as a matter of fact, the next next session will be the rest of this uh, uh, part of this chapter, which will be the two on the road to Emmaus. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, they, they were disillusioned. And, uh, you know, it's like we were expecting this. But here you have three, I mean, the women, excuse me. You have the women here. And, uh, you know, they're expecting, you know, they, they carry their spices. Uh, and that was part of, you know, sort of the ritual. Uh, because, of course, just imagine you go to the tomb. Uh, normally what happened was for the first week, the family would be there. And, you know, Jesus had died on on Friday, and we're talking about early Sunday morning. So the body already, you know, had stench and smelled and everything. So they would take the spices to uh, sort of slow down the process. And also, uh, you know, some scholars say there's that usually as much as 20 pounds, uh, 20 pounds of spices. It wasn't just taking a salt shaker and shaking a little bit of, you know, 
assault wow. on Jesus or any places like that. So they had to carry uh, 20 so, pounds, these women. Well, some some scholars say that as much as 20 pounds wow. was used many times, you know, to wrap the body, mm -hmm. to keep the stench, you know, away. Um, and uh, here you have, you know, in, in the four Gospels, when you read all four of them, they interact, you know, the women were sort of wondering, what do we do now? Who's going to push the rock? Right. You know, who's going to push the stone away? And all of that. So yeah. they were assuming that maybe the the soldiers would help them roll the stone away that they, they would give them that permission and then they would put the spices they were well suppose you know the tomb was sealed right so uh i guess they would they, they were just wondering you know well you know what the gospels say is uh that they asked themselves who's going to roll away the stone right we really i mean we could say i doubt you know that they thought uh that the soldiers would do that because the, the tomb was sealed you mm -hmm. know and uh, you know, I, I guess it's one of those questions like, what do we do now? You they were know? hoping to get and permission, they, maybe, like, maybe we can talk them. Or whatever. Talk. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know, sometimes, Elliot, the Bible is just <laughs> silent, but those are real good questions. Mm. No, those are very, very good questions, you know, because uh, just put ourselves in that, in that position. And then here they go, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, uh-oh, what's going on? <laughs> and it depends on which gospel. You know, but all of them agreed that the tomb was empty. And uh, all of a sudden, the women are like, you know, one of the Gospels, I forgot which one, says, oh, did somebody take his his body? Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe somebody stole. Um, and, you know, so, some people that don't believe in Christianity or believe in the resurrection, they say, well, the women were confused. You know, they went to the wrong temple. But when you look at the Gospels, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, to the wrong tomb, you know, when you look at the Gospels, it's it's very obvious yeah, that they no. didn't happen. And that's yet. why at the end of this chapter, yeah. the the Jews start saying, yeah. tell them that they stole it, and they, right. they start fabricating yeah. this lie, because exactly. if they actually had Jesus' tomb, and the woman actually went to the wrong tomb, they could very easily be like, no, right. it's right here. Let's show the body. Let's showcase yeah. it one more time. Yeah, exactly. Put to death all the rumors, yeah. but they couldn't. Yeah. And the fact that they couldn't yep. is... um. Is why I don't think yeah. that, that that's valid. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the easy. That would have been the easiest way to squash Christianity, mm -hmm. and uh, what what the disciples were preaching. Exactly. Christ died, rose, and uh, was resurrected. I mean, that was the message, and that continues to be the message. You know, yeah. and of course his return, but uh, that continues to be the message of today. Yeah. You know, for you, for me, and whoever listens and is a follower of Jesus. And uh, again, the women were the first ones to to uh, yeah. to be those witnesses, have that wonderful privilege. And that's so know? crazy to me. And it's curious also, <laughs> yeah, it's curious to know because even at that time, women were uh, under under law uh, were not allowed to be witnesses. You know, they mm. weren't uh, thought to be credible witnesses. And here, God chose women to be the first witnesses. Uh -huh you know, uh, to the resurrection. And I just applaud, you know, the courage of these women. And, and of course, they were confused, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, hold on, wait, wait, where is the body? You know, what yeah. happened? Did somebody steal? And, and of course, you know, the, the whole thing with the angels. And um, I, I, I just, I just love speaking about the resurrection because it just cements my faith right. and my trust in Scripture. Yeah, it's, it's what... 
if like you said if we if there wasn't a resur- resur- resurrection then our faith would be useless it would be it would have no point yeah no yeah. substance but yeah here... we can believe in mickey mouse or whatever <laughs> right you know, seriously i mean yeah but that's the difference you know, between our like faith it... and uh buddha's dead muhammad's dead all the other yeah. but are the tomb is empty right but i, I want to exactly. go back to what you just mentioned that so women yeah. were not considered to be valid witnesses right they were yeah they were they just didn't count. So if someone said, "Oh, there was a murder," there was well, this, you know, it and was if a it was a woman, patriarchal society, right? You know, unfortunately. And, um, but yeah. So if Christianity, that was the reality, right at the time, and but if Christianity was made up, like some, um, yeah, want to um, assume or proclaim right. or, or or say, then why would they make it up that it was women that found the tomb? If I was going to make up a religion, then I would write down exactly. i would make up that there was a bunch of witnesses that were men because obviously they yeah. were the ones that that yeah. count that were, but the and fact powerful men right that and you that, would say powerful man i mean if, if we're, uh-huh. we're going to be you know come up with a story or storyline right. uh to for it to be credible for the rest of society you know you would have uh most probably you know roman guards yeah or respected roman uh-huh. yeah you know uh, high priests, etc. You know all these, these great powerful men. You know, uh, be the ones that said, "Yep, without a doubt." You know, yeah. and I put my seal on this, and yes. you know, this is it. But the but, fact uh, that God the gospel, yeah, exactly, gospel, yeah. the kingdom is like an upside down kingdom, and he chooses yeah. women who, obviously, we don't believe are less worthy at all. That's the whole point. But at right. the time in the society, they were exactly not considered valid witnesses and they the writers like luke and matthew and mark they stayed true to what happened they could have changed the details been like you know let's just say with some guys just because it'll be easier for people to accept and believe but they were they were true to what happened they said this is how it went down we're just going to write down that it was women and if people don't want to believe then that's on them but i think that just cements my faith even more and and uh the fact that this is true exactly yeah exactly and of course, you know, the angel, and it's curious because the angel says, you know, <laughs> and this to me is some of the, one of the greatest lines, I think, in, in the Bible is, what are you guys, like, like, what are you women looking for, you know, for the one who, you know, who's alive? He's not dead. You know, yeah. I mean, even the angels sort of proclaim and sort of, and this is, isn't this like what he said to you? You know, go tell the others, right. you know. And the women are the first evangelists and messengers, not only of the resurrection, but to tell the disciples, hey, Jesus told you guys that he would meet you in Galilee, get them together, go up to Galilee, and uh, Jesus is going to show up. Right. It's like, and of course the women would be perplexed and, you know, all the other things, fearful, you know, of all of that. Mark, you know, um, uh, Mark chapter 16 up to verse 9, after that, uh, some of the earlier manuscripts, uh, uh, there, there's a little controversy over that. But again, it, Mark, with the sh- what they call the short ending, ends with, and the ma- women were fearful. I mean, if you see something like that, I mean, you know, this isn't your everyday recurrence. You know, it's not something that you just, oh, yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah, uh, this is a rerun. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And uh, But this is really the tenant the heart of our faith, of our trust in the resurrection. And to think, I I sometimes find it crazy. How can they not know? Jesus said that this would happen multiple times, right? Right. But it just kind of, 
went right over their head yeah. in a sense. And I don't blame them. It probably I've, I've yeah. for sure been the same way. And he, they weren't expecting, you know, do you think he rose? Let's see if they, if they were expecting it, then they would have seen the empty tomb and they would have celebrated yep. immediately, but they were confused. Yep. They were like, what's going on? Did someone take it? Like you said. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it real quick. Just for, so we can yeah. see the story continues from verse four to verse nine, still in Luke 24. It says, while they were per- perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living one among the dead? There, there's that question. Yeah. He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying that the son of man must be delivered unto the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the tomb and reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. So I love how Jesus was so specific. He said, he didn't yeah. just say, I'll die and I'll rise. He said, I'll be crucified. He said how he would die. And exactly. in three days, exact, you know, time yeah. frame, I'll yeah. rise again. And still, um, they were perplexed, you know. And I, I guess Jesus had taught them so many things that they just didn't catch it. Maybe they thought he was being poetic. Yeah. I don't know. But, and then he, they, they go into proclaim proclaim it to all the rest so here it doesn't say that these men were angels it says that they were two men with right as unclothing right at but the other gospels exactly exactly yeah. they, that we can see that they were angels and angels i mean I, I remember learning this in bible college it means a uh, messenger that's where we get the word right uh, gospel yeah. comes from the greek evangelion and there's the word right, angel in there exactly. evangelion right. ev- angel good news so these yeah. are the ones who bring news the ones who bring uh right. Or I hear the news that the, yeah. the tomb is empty, right? And yeah, well, it's that... from Angelos. Angelos is uh-huh. what, what angels is in, in in the Greek, and they are messengers. As a matter of fact, I mean, again, I don't want to go on a rabbit trail on all of this, but we do know from <laughs> the other Gospels, uh, this was not only a supernatural act of God, but uh, angels—they're appearing, they're messengers from God. So here mm. you have. You know, the messengers from God who are angels, you know, not not the way you see them sometimes with flappy wings and things like right. that, you know, that you think. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you just, they're the messengers telling the ladies, you know, what had happened, the women, what had happened. And uh, they're the ones chosen to go out and tell the, you know, the guys or the other disciples and the rest, because I, if I remember correctly, it says also mm-hmm. the rest. Yeah. So it wasn't limited just the disciples. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it was limited. I mean, I mean, it was for everybody. And, and of course, that yeah. sh- that should help us uh, in rejoicing that the resurrection and the death and resurrection of Jesus was not just for the 12 or, you know, for this mm-hmm. inside group. It was for all of humanity. Yeah. You know? And that's something that um, women proclaim, not just uh, right. Not of this, only the disciples. You know, these women weren't even the disciples. They were just uh, right. they're followers of Jesus. Yep. But. They were the ones sent to, to proclaim this. They weren't part this. of the 12. Let's put it like this. They were not right. the 12. You know, not in part that of the sense. 12. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it reminds part me of the, the larger group. Yeah. Yeah, the, exactly. The larger group of disciples, though, right? right? But it reminds me of the our first episode where we were talking about the woman at the well that she, she goes and she mm-hmm. shares to the whole town, you know? It's almost right. like a another image of that. It's just they come and then they go share That's to everyone. Yep. Uh, another another woman. And, uh yep. And then, so I have another question here. It's it's not here in Luke, 
But then Mm -hmm. in the same retelling of the story of Matthew, it says Mm -hmm. that I think on the way to go share this news to the disciples, Mm -hmm. Jesus meets them, um, meets these women. And he he himself tells them basically the same thing. You know, he says, um, I have risen and this and that. So um, do you think uh, Luke just didn't... uh, didn't know this because I mean, we know Luke obviously did yeah. his research and asked around and he just or he chose not right. to include it or what do you think? Well, I think more than ever, anything that well, obviously, Paul tells us uh, that uh, there were many encounters, you know, there were mm-hmm. many encounters. So I don't I don't think that the four gospel writers, you know, it's not like they had their little camcorder or their iPhone and they're filming <laughs> everything and showing everything. You know, uh, the important thing is, first of all, that uh, they did have an encounter with Jesus. All the, the women did meet the resurrected Lord. And I think what, what, what it does more than anything is it gives us different angles. You know, it's like when you have a camera film something, different angles. You can look at it from different angles. Mm. But there's nothing, I would say, where they uh, contradict each other fully, you know. It's right. like... Uh, you know, sometimes the focus, you know, what was the focus? And it's Luke, when you look at the whole entire gospel of Luke and also Acts, it's really his focus, uh, if I remember correctly, chapter 8 of Luke also, he talks about women, that they were the great supporters of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. of his ministry. And the role of Luke in many ways, or his focus, is on the uh, the less... How can I say the underprivileged? Let's put it right. like that. You know, each each one of the gospel writers has their major focus or more of a focus, and we see how Luke, his focus was, uh, you know, on on the Samaritans, marginalized, the underprivileged, the... marginalized. Exactly, that's it. The marginalized, mm-hmm. and uh, here you have uh, Luke not only you know talking about the women as the other gospels do, but also we'll see uh, next week. Uh, we'll see the the two disciples from, they weren't part of the 12 on the road to Emmaus, but they were also witnesses. And that was another mm-hmm. time that Jesus presented himself to other people. And of course, when he finally presents himself uh, to the uh, group, the larger group in Galilee. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Are you good? Yeah, so yeah, that's very true. interesting. That's a, that's a good way of putting it, because I remember... I'll even tell people a story, and if someone else was there, they'll add details or something that I just forgot to mention, or, right. or I, they saw from a different perspective. People ask me, you know, how did you meet you and your wife meet? Yeah. And if we're both there, I'll start telling the story, and um, my wife Susanna will be like, "Well, and then this happened. No, that was after this." And I was like, "Oh, that's right." right. Or sometimes yeah, exactly. she just has a different perspective or memory. So um, doesn't mean I was lying. Doesn't mean that right. what happened the the main points of the story we agree on is maybe just on the little details that we remember sure. differently and i think that shows that this is an actual uh historical event and that's mm-hmm. why people have different perspectives not it wasn't something that and was fabricated and people. everyone exactly these were all yeah. real people you know and uh i i think it's also very important the end of this this part of the women with the encounter when they go to the disciples if you want to read uh the last couple of verses of uh I think yeah. it's verse 11 and 12. No, 10, 11, and 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, after this, um, they go, they're going to share it to the 11 and the rest. And then it says, verse 10. Now, they were Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, also the other women with them, 
were telling these things to the apostles. But these words appeared to them as nonsense, and they would not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings only, and he went away to his home, marveling at what had happened. So, well, quick question right here. It says Mary, Mary the mother of James. Is that James Jesus' brother? Is that is that just uh, another way no, of saying Mary the mother of Jesus? No, it would be another James. It another would be uh, the okay. mother of another James. I would assume so. I, I'd have to look it up to be 100% sure, but I don't I don't think it's James the brother because uh, one okay. of the other Gospels says uh, the mother of Jesus, you know, when okay. it refers to so Mary. There's a lot of Marys, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... Well, in, in, for the Hebrews, it was Miriam, but yeah, it's Mary. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, but then, so they share it, and that's what's also interesting to me. They don't believe, like yeah. Isaiah, like Jeremiah, like so many prophets, and it just happens. People don't believe, but yeah. um, but then the and one that does the run disciples. to the tomb is Peter. I mean, you right. know, the disciples don't believe. And again, as you mentioned now, uh, Elliot, as far as Peter... Uh, in John, the Gospel of John, of course, he adds uh, that uh, John also went with Peter, you know, to the tomb. Yeah. So again, you know, uh, some of them, you know, did Luke know that? He possibly did, but he just felt he didn't need to include that. And John, mm -hmm. since he wrote the Gospel of John, he needed to write himself into the story because he was part of the yeah. story, you know. So, yeah. uh, but what's what's fascinating is, again, what happens today? You know, you speak to people and you talk to them about Jesus and him dying and uh, being raised from the dead. And uh, there are those people that believe, you know, I consider myself to be one of those and you, of course, and so many others mm -hmm. that believe in the resurrection. But there are others that say, oh, no, uh, you know, that's that's all make believe. That's all a lie. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen somebody raise? You know, I mean, that that kind of aggressive behavior sometimes when you tell people mm -hmm. you know what the scriptures teaches so uh yeah but it's fascinating mm -hmm. it's fascinating because again this is the heart of of uh who we are as a believing community you know and we can we can say it because there were witnesses there and we'll be discussing that in other t other other passages but there were witnesses there these were real people these were real women uh the, the disciples did exist it wasn't, you yeah. know, like a, a play, you know, a fiction, a fiction. You know, you start inventing characters and name people. These were all historically uh, did exist. And uh, there's there's just, I mean, yeah. so much proof uh, to the resurrection in that sense. But again, you have to yeah. believe. You and have people, to believe. So there's a group of people yeah. going around saying the resurrection was a spiritual resurrection, that he didn't rise physically. And the Gospels right. make it clear that this is historical. Yeah. The and it was a total hallucination yeah. of everybody, you know, which is something that's if there's anything that's it's impossible, that. <laughs> you know, when 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 people hallucinate, you know, it's not, you know, a group, let's say a group of 12, let's say the 12 disciples. Uh, hallucinations are individual. It's not a group. Yeah, they cannot see the same I mean, thing. There's no historical data to exactly. Right. Exactly. And over so, 500 people that saw our faith him, is no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, again, we can celebrate the veracity of the Gospels and we can celebrate the veracity of the witnesses. And, uh, again, we're just very grateful that uh, Jesus is who he says he is and people have an encounter. And, again, we'll be seeing the different encounters in the upcoming right. episodes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Doc. I, um, 
I love that. I and this is exactly no, I do too, where our faith is, is placed, yeah. and to believe that Jesus has risen, exactly. and what that means. That's right. Thank you all for. And we invite others yeah. to believe, and we other we invite others to believe. Search the scriptures. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, what Jesus said. You know, search the scriptures, and I know I'm stealing from from next week. You know. Uh, <laughs> We'll, I mean, next next episode, we'll be talking about two on the road to Emmaus. But again, Jesus invited them to search the yeah. scriptures. Remember, you know, so uh, and we yeah. do the same, you know, please. If you don't believe or if you have any questions, you know, contact Elliot, contact us and the search the yeah. scriptures. And and if you need tools, there's a bunch of tools out there. One um, we've mentioned it before. Daily yep. Treasures, Dr. Nick has a bunch of videos that are really short. You can watch every day and read the Bible um, throughout the whole year and search it for right. yourself and uh, and your faith will yep. grow for those who believe and for those who are still figuring this out, I believe Jesus will reveal himself to you. So um, thank you for listening Very and good. we'll see you in the next episode. We'll continue talking about resurrection and different encounters that Jesus had after that. Thank you all. We'll see you. Thank you so much thank again, you. Elliot. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Table Podcast. We pray that these conversations are a blessing for anyone seeking to know who Jesus is and for those seeking to know him even more.